Ba Tennis Development Officer because she's got a beautiful story to tell and just the hard work that she does in order to get tennis elevated, especially if you take a look at what's happening at grassroots level. Before I do that, I am going to play the teaser. Jerome, you had verkeerd geraai. Dit was die Steve Compella gisteren en dit was Stanley en Kwana wat van africhter Steve Compella gepraat het. So, I'm going to play the teaser. Guys, reach out, okay? I'm going to listen to it one more time. I'm going to chat to Mpo. And I think by the time I'm done with my chat with her, then um, is it moeilijk that ik vir jylle a leidraad, Sally? Um, I would like to take this opportunity and say to each and every single one of you as individual, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for all your support. It has been a lovely 12 years. And then to my family, my wife, my kids, my mom, all of you out there, I really, really appreciate you guys for taking this time and come and support me. And then to each and every single one, the Indian guys, I don't know what to say. It was absolutely a privilege and honor to play this game with you guys. Sachin, what else? South African guys, my boys, I always salute you. Thank you very much. I don't want to be long. You want to party? And that is today's teaser. So uh, <laughs> Timmy walked into the studio and he asked me, uh, why is it that I'm speaking so much Afrikaans on the show these days? <laughs> and I said, oh, really? Am I? Little does he know. Little does he know. The real reason why, guys. And when he does find out, <laughs> I think I'm going to be in trouble. Nonetheless, the woman that we are celebrating today is Mpo Makoba, as I welcome her on the show. Mpo, always a ch- uh, pleasure to chat to you and welcome to the touchline um thank you romi and thanks to the listeners for having me here it's so good to have you let's talk women's day as we celebrate i was telling the listeners i find it hard to celebrate today and so therefore i've rather used the word commemorate um the president's saying we're facing two pandemics in terms of COVID 19 but especially gbv and so how do you as a woman reflect, celebrate, or commemorate on this day? Uh, you know, Romy, it's been, it's been a difficult year for everyone to celebrate. As you said, you know, the pandemic that we're facing at the moment makes everything difficult. But I think uh, for some of the sports like us in tennis, it's actually much better for us because of um, training and, uh, you know, for the club activities they've been open up for. And it makes it easier. As I'm speaking now, I'm actually commemorating the Women's Day in Hamaskra Tennis Club, where I'm with uh, tons and tons of uh, girls, parents, and some of the boys that are supporting the girls. And uh, we actually started the event on a Friday, and we're finishing it up today with a bang on a Sunday with an event and also some prize giving for the kids and also to motivate them. We also had um, a group from Love Life from Hamaskral who gave uh, the kids a bit of aerobic exercises in the morning, mm-hmm. um, more, more especially focusing on the social distance, teaching them you can still exercise even though you're still keeping the distance from one another mm. and, uh, and a bit of motivational talk especially about uh, gender-based violence. You know, this is a serious matter that we're facing in South Africa or across the world. And we need to teach our kids as young as they are that, you know, we need to protect 
We need to look after our, our ladies, our kids, make sure that they, they are safe at all times mm. so that they can be able to perform the duties that they have as a parent and as a daughter. You know, I was thinking that the lockdown would have slowed you down, Mpo, because I know that you're busy and I understand that you're passionate about your work, but it doesn't seem like it has slowed and, anything down. <laughs> no, 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 no. Romy, I, I wouldn't let that happen, especially, you know, dealing with uh, grassroots uh, kids. You need to keep them on their toes at all times. Otherwise, they lose their interest and we lose them to, you know, bad stuff in industry. They start smoking uh, marijuana. They start doing nasty stuff. You know, talking about the pandemic, saying it hasn't slowed me down. I actually personally just come from uh, being diagnosed positive for COVID. Wow. And I'm now, I'm now, I'm now two weeks clear of the COVID. And I thank God that they, I'm actually cleared so that I can celebrate this day with all the kids that are here, educate them about the importance of, you know, social distancing, mm. uh, washing your hands, sanitizing, wearing your mask at all times. What does it mean and why is it like that? Because most of them have been asking me, we haven't been seeing you for quite some time. Where have you been? Now, today that I'm here for the first time, I've been saying to them, you know what, kids? The reason why I was not here is because of we had a funeral at home and we managed, we, we actually contracted the, the the virus. But I'm here simply because of rules are there to be followed. Yes, so there are rules yes. and regulations and we need to follow them in order to be mm. able to see one another again. Mpo, I'm so happy to hear that you have recovered from COVID-19. Tell me, is there a stigma when you now walk into the room and you share that you have had the coronavirus are there is there more social distance between yourself and perhaps the next person um as you share your story yes it, it is i mean people that already know that uh, you've been diagnosed or i've been diagnosed with uh, covid 19 once you start you start meeting them or start chatting to them you know they'll be saying you know i have Am I safe being around you? Mm. Yes, you are. I mean, I'm cleared of the virus. And for me, it's almost been two weeks being clear. So I just say to them, you know what, you're safe. I'm safe. I'm wearing my mask. And it's more like you feel like an outsider. People treat you differently just because of you've been been diagnosed. Remember, you were positive and now you are negative. Now Mm. I'm clear of it. Now I can tell the nation how it's like. And the funny part is when I arrived in Hammersfield Tennis Club, um, I arrived here in the morning and uh, everyone was like happy to see me because they didn't know yet what was happening with yes. me. And once I told them uh, when we're having, we're having a chat that, you know, I've been in this uh, crisis, everyone was asking me, so are we safe to be around you? I said, you're most definitely being safe. Be, uh, you are most definitely safe being around me. Mm. And they were saying, can we give you a hug? I said, no, unfortunately, remember, there is no hugging. I mean, the love that I've received from these kids, Romy, is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It gives me goosebumps, actually, just listening to you, talking, being back amongst the children that you care so much for. But let's talk about the state of tennis at grassroots level. Would you say improved or still needs vast improvement? Um, I would say the the, the state of uh, development at the grassroots level is actually taking its shape. Yes, it's moving slowly. We actually got a momentum just before the lockdown, and uh, it got slowed down. Now, it's a bit difficult to bring back all those kids that we, we used to have in the grassroots level because of every single child now, when they arrive, they need, the parents need to sign the indemnity form. Mm. So we don't allow any child to actually come back. 
whether if they had a bit of fluish or if they haven't signed the indemnity forms and we haven't spoken to the parents. Yeah. Now, it slows down that process because remember we're dealing with most of the kids that are coming from townships, from the village, mm-hmm. from the rural areas. Some of these kids, they play the sports but the parents are not aware that these kids are playing sports. Now, trying to get to educate the parents and say, your, your child is so passionate about playing tennis and they need to come back into the system to start playing. It slows down the process because of the parents, first of all, they'll go like, but what is tennis? My child doesn't play tennis. Mm. You need to explain to them because of you've got a child next to you that is in tears, that wants to come back so badly into tennis, but now the parents are not fully informed because of they're not involved in their, their kids' lives. Yeah. Now, it, it, it actually slowed it down, but as I'm saying, we've been open for almost, almost four weeks now, and the numbers that we're having at the moment it's actually amazing. Yeah. I mean, today we had we had a celebration of uh, the Women's Day, and uh, to my surprise, there's a lot of new kids that are starting. Some of them they just started three weeks ago, and they actually won a category, which actually you know brought me down to tears, saying, "How can a child this small, the one that only started three weeks ago, and now they are here?" Mm-hmm. That simply means you know there is a brighter future for these kids. We just need to, 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 to nature them and we just need to guide them well so that they can reach their full potential. Definitely. I love the new children coming into the fold. How do you plan on getting the kids that used to come, you know, the stars that you have identified who aren't coming through anymore? How are you, how are you going to reach out again and get them to come and get the parents to buy in and acknowledge that their children have talent and that they should be there? You know, the, 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 the good part is uh, when, we, when we started before the lockdown, we actually had a database of all the players. And we also had uh, uh, the WhatsApp groups where we communicate with all the parents and uh, all the kids. Now, it, it made it easier to actually load everyone that's on the system and trying to get hold of the parents and saying, you know, we're back in action. Can you bring the kid back? Can we see you for a meeting? We had a meeting three weeks back where the parents attended, not all of them. Those that didn't attend, we had to call them individually. Mm. You know, if, if you're working with the community, you need to go out of your way to make sure that you assist a younger child to reach their dreams. And we call them individually and say, you know what, we have opened up and your child is playing tennis. They are more than welcome to, you can come with them so that you can sign them dignity forms. We can have a little chat with you to give you the safety and regulations of for the COVID-19. How are they expected to, to treat themselves? How do they expect to, when are they expected to wear the mask and when are they not expected to wear their mask? Mm-hmm. So that they can understand where we are. It's a, it's a bit of a, of, of, of a hassle. It's, a, it's, it's moving on a slow motion, but we're getting there. Why do you do what you do so passionately? For me, for me Romy, it's just to make a difference in the nation. South Africa desperately, seriously needs to have another one of the Serena Williams that is coming from Africa. And I believe that South Africa has got full potential to actually produce some of those stars. The talent that I saw uh, from Friday to, 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 to Sunday, it's remarkable. I mean, these kids are playing so well. For me, it's to try and make a difference and making sure that I assist another child to reach their goals. I've played tennis before, and I never got to where I wanted to be. I never reached my full potential because of ill health and because of the, the, the financial status. And, you know, back then, the sponsors were not, were not there. 
why should I stand in the way of another child? All that I want to do is to make sure that that child gets to be treated fairly and the child gets the opportunity that they deserve to actually represent their hometowns, to actually go out there and say, you know what? Count me out, count me in. Mm. I'm here mm. and I matter and I can make a difference in my country. If I can see one player that comes from the development area, Hamas Kral, whether you, na- you name it Mabopani, if they can stand out there and say, I started from the grassroots level and I'm now wearing my green and gold and representing my country. That's what I want to say to me at the end of the day. It's amazing. And that selflessness has earned you a G Sport Awards and a nomination. What does it mean? To you personally, when you get the nod and the recognition, because you're not doing this for, for any accolades, but I guess it's always a nice feeling, isn't it? When someone kind of nods and says, look at her, look what she's doing. Yeah, you know, you know the, the award, especially the G-Sport Award, it, it, it means a lot to me because of um, most of the people think that sport is actually meant for men mm. and uh, ladies, ladies just follow. If you pick up a racket or if you kick a, a soccer ball, you know, you're just an addition. We need to stand out and be counted. We need to own the stage. We need to go out there and show the young ones that are coming and say to them, you can do it. And actually, you can do it better than I am doing it right now. Mm. As long as you raise your hand and be counted. These nominations and, uh, you know, Romy, I, I just can't explain how, what it means to me because of it, 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 it pushes you to want to do more. It pushes you to want to, to want not to quit and say, I want to go out there and reach those kids that I haven't reached. And those kids that I have reached for them to go out there and inform the others. And with platforms like yours, Romy Peters, it, it, it's amazing because of your platforms reaches the people that we cannot reach. Mm. Media plays a very good role in informing the nation about what is happening. And uh, the, the, the awards for me, I can tell you right now, I've been saying to these kids, this is not for me, this is for them. Because of without them, without their dedication, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah. Is there ever a moment where you wanted to give up? Because I can imagine that the type of work that you do it's hard. It's difficult. Money is probably scarce when it is that you do reach out to funders. But is it a moment where you were so frustrated and you thought, I cannot do this anymore and wanted to give up? Yes, Romy, you, you actually do hit a brick wall and you tell yourself, you know, why am I actually doing this in the first place? And once you start asking yourself that question, it brings you back to mother world mm. and it gives you it gives you that sense that you know i started this i wanted to do this and the reason why i wanted to do this is to make a difference in this kid's life you do you do go out and run tournaments i'll give you an example we'll have the winter the winter camp uh, event where it runs from sunday to sunday and uh, most of these kids they come from oh. broken families uh, the parents don't work some of them can't even afford to put half a loaf of bread on the table, and you're going to host these kids for seven days. I don't earn much. Mm. I mean, the money that I, that I earn, I make sure that, you know what, I actually cover these kids. And you need to run an event from Sunday to Sunday, making sure that these kids grasp a little bit that you're giving them and actually put it into action. 
Now, when you go to funders and you're knocking on the funders' doors and you're saying to them, you know, I'm having this event and I'm, I'm having 110 kids that will be attending. All that I need, I'm not saying give me money. All that I need is can you assist us to make sure that we give them at least stability. We give them some food. They need, they need to have some food. Mm. They need to be assisted. I mean, even if groups that are doing their motivational talks, sometimes you go to them, they'll tell you, you know what? We can only do it if you actually pay us one, two, three, four. We don't have that money. And you come back, you have this fantastic plan, and you come back to square one, where you have to start again saying, where am I going to get the funding for this? Should I quit? Should I go on? Should I just cancel this event and let it be? But again, who are you disappointing? The kids. Not yourself. Yes. The kids. And who are you killing? Those kids' spirits that are pumped up, saying, you know what, I'm going for a camp, and this is a sports camp, for a sporting code that I love so dearly. And everyone can't wait. And again, you're assisting the parents because of most of the parents are actually going to work during school mm-hmm. holidays. Mm-hmm. Where do they leave their kids? If you have such camps for seven days, those kids can be left at the sports facility and those kids can be well taken care of while the parents are busy at work. By the time they get back to, to they get back home, it's already time to get back to school. Because within these camps, we also do the homeworks. All those assignments that they've been giving mm-hmm. at school, we try and get all those retired teachers and say to them, guys, please come and assist us. These amazing. kids need your assistance. It's amazing and work, Mpo. Please, the next time you give me a call and hopefully we're able to take the touchline when we're not uh, under this uh, lockdown that we are. And we're able just to take the touchline to these venues so that we too are a part of these really feel-good stories that are happening. No, that will, that will be much appreciated from me. And, I, you know, on behalf of these kids, I would like to thank you guys in advance and thank every one of you, you know, for, for showing the passion, the little bit of parents that are, that, are, that are showing the support to their kids. All that I want to say to them is keep up the good work. The, the kids that are coming to the, to the course as well, I'd also like to say to them, thank you for choosing to be on a sports field rather than being on the street. Mm, mm. I'm going I'm to slightly just deviate because I don't think that we have had someone who has recovered from COVID-19 speak so openly about it. Um, on the weekend, I tell our listeners not to become complacent, but tell me about your recovery process, um, about the symptoms that you felt, um, and just to share with our listeners so that they ensure that wherever they go, they are safe. You know, the, 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 the process of uh, uh, the COVID-19, it hasn't been easy for me. It's been, it's been one hell of a tough, tough battle. Um, we, we actually had, I'm going to cut it short, we actually had a funeral for my sister. And um, during the funeral, one of the, one of the people that attended came there while he, he actually tested positive. Okay. Uh, this is how this is how we actually got to contact the virus, and I think there's, uh, there was uh, six members in the family that actually contacted it, and uh, it was it was a bit difficult. When when I started, it was uh, a bit of headache here and there, and I kept on complaining of headache for two days, mm-hmm. and from there I just started feeling like my chest is actually so painful and breathing is becoming difficult. And, you know, Romy, with, uh, with me having underlying conditions, I've, I'm asthmatic, I've got the heart problem. To me, it was, it was a bit of, how am I going to get over this? I still, need, I still have a lot that I still need to do. But, you know, what kills us, Romy, is the, the mind. The mind kills yes. us. Once you start telling yourself that I'm sick, make no mistake, you're not going to get out, out of that bed. Mm. You're going to stay in that bed and tell yourself that I am definitely sick. 
talk to your mind, convince yourself and tell yourself, you know what? I'm here. I'm being I'm being diagnosed with COVID-19. You need to look at the next best thing. How am I going to get out of this? Stay positive, which is the most important part, because of the mind can play tricks on you. Mm-hmm. This is not the end of the world. There are so many people that have actually recovered from this COVID-19, and they have actually went back to work, and they've been treated treated like a normal, normal, normal uh, society. What I'm saying to them is, make sure that mentally you are tough. Yeah. Please follow the rules and regulations. Guys, this is not just play. I normally hear people on social media saying, you know, I haven't heard of anyone that has been diagnosed with COVID-19 and I haven't seen anyone that has died before. Just because of they, they don't know somebody close to them that has contracted the, mm. the disease. Mm. It is out there and it is living. And make no mistake, the, the, the virus doesn't, doesn't, doesn't travel. The people are the ones that are traveling, that are taking it from one spot to another. Right. Let's respect their isolation. Let's respect... The, 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 the 10 days or the 14 days that they tell you, stay at home, don't go out, wash your hands regularly, put on your mask if you're in isolation, put on your mask once you start getting out there, yeah. when you're meeting the public, just, just, just adhere to the rules and regulations. And guys, it's not, it's not for, the, for, your, for your entire life, it's only 14 days or 10 days mm-hmm. that they've mm-hmm. given. And from there, you can start living your life. So just, just compare like being, yes. just compare 14 days or 10 days, then you get back to your life. Or saying, you know, I'm just going to ignore all the rules and regulations mm-hmm. and they bury you three days later. Which one is much better? Your kids need you. That's your it. family needs you. That's it. Guys, stay we, positive. We salute you. Thank you for staying positive and thank you for sharing. And good luck with the G Sport Awards. And again, the great work that you do at grassroots level. Um, I have no words to describe you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Romy, for doing what you're doing, for, you know, telling our stories out there. More than welcome. Thank you so much, Mpomakoba there. Our MVP, a woman, a man, a dynamo, just the work that she does, selflessness, giving, um, and also just open to chat about contracting and then recovering from COVID-19. As she said, it's not a joke. It isn't a joke, and I think that I try and stress that every time I am on air for you to take care of you and yours by following the regulations. And they're so simple. Wash your hands, sanitize, and wear your mask when you leave home. Wild Earth Safari Live is back for another week on SABC3. Instead of worrying about the stresses of life, relax in the company of the mesmerizing wildlife found right here in South Africa. This week, we meet the brand new meerkat pups in the Kalahari and spend time with the cheetah in KwaZulu-Natal. Kick your daily blues and hop on board the world's biggest game drive vehicle daily at 3 p.m. only on SABC3. We play more local music than the law allows. Radio 2000. Radio 2000. Feel good music. Radio 2000.